Welcome to Our Law, Our Take, a podcast brought to you by the Arkansas Trial Lawyers Association, where we break down issues from the courts to the General Assembly that matter to you, whether you realize it or not. I'm Katie Clifford. And I'm Stephanie Malone. Let's get started. After listening to episode one, you've probably realized why we split this one into two different episodes. So without further ado, Here's the second part of how Act 1036 came to be. Let's say we've talked about in terms of moving forward, mm-hmm. even though you're still, the, the victims are still in negotiations or, right. um, and then Katie kind of touched on it too, uh, saying, you know, there's still hope for them. So has it, has it, as painful as it's all been, and you mentioned you've got several clients, Mm-hmm. Has it given them a sense of like some type of community to be able to, and you're kind of, I mean, I don't want to sound cheesy or anything, but you're, you're, you've been someone that's been able to bring this specific, you know, bring them together and, and give them a sense of community and, and someone to talk to, because you're, as we've said, it's not easy to, mm-hmm. to deal with or confront or, right. and it's gotta be nice to know as hurtful as it is. To say, well, I'm not the only one. There was someone else that right. sit and talk to him and, and have that conversation. Yeah, uh, I, I think so. The, your question um, makes me think of um, a, a few months back after the law was passed, we we did a the presentation for for the media about it, explaining it, and we had William and um, three other men who were. Um, also abused by Sam Ott's and there mm-hmm. we got together, we all had lunch and then we, we did the press conference, but it was neat to sit there with them. And, um, uh, some of them remembered each other, knew each other. Some, you know, their ages were a little different, you know, but they all had that in, in common. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I think, I mean, I, 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 as much as I, as much time as I spend with victims and as much, as I try to learn about their, their, their damages and, and what they went through and how it feels, I'll never really know, right. you know, I'll never really know. Uh, cause I, I was, you know, not in boy Scouts and was never, um, never victimized myself. And nor did I, was I close to anybody that was, I get asked that question a lot. How I, you know, is there any particular reason that you've that went was into this? That was going to be my next question was yeah. to, to explain how you got so involved in, in this. So, yeah. Um, but I wasn't, and I didn't know anybody who was, and it, you know, it wasn't a, a um, there was no, you know, um, trauma I was exposed to that, that, that would have set me down this, this path. But, um, and so as much as I, as much as I try, I'll never really get it. You know, I, I, I read a lot. I'll have a lot of my clients do, um, um, impact statements, written impact statements, and we'll very, however long they, I want them to write as much as they possibly can. And I want to read it and I want to go through it. And sometimes there are these linear, linear stories. And sometimes they're, um, stream of, you know, more stream of consciousness, just depending on who it is. And it's just uh, some of the hardest things you'll ever have to read, but also, you know, for me, the best way to uh, really kind of 
get close to understanding what they went through and, and, and how they, how they now feel about it. And again, you have the guilt and the shame. There's not a single one of them that doesn't in some sense blame themselves, which is just maybe the most tragic part of it because, um, and I'll tell them, I can tell them till I'm blue in the face, you know, don't blame yourself. You shouldn't blame yourself. This wasn't your fault, but you know, that, that's why therapy is so, so important. It takes a trained professional to really work with these guys and, and get them um, to the place they need to be. And so many of them have never been to therapy, never even thought about it. And I'll push them and push them, go to therapy, go to therapy. And sometimes you can't, you know, right. therapy's expensive. Right. Well, that, that's exactly, I'm so glad you said that because when you're talking about all of that, I'm thinking that's why $57,000 is woefully inadequate because yeah. of the amount of amount of work that they've got to do with yeah. the therapist and in any other area to work through all of this. Yeah. Therapy's yeah. expensive. I have good health insurance and it only pays for, I, I go to therapy. Um, um, I was going to therapy before I did. I've been to therapy before okay. I did stuff yeah. like this, but this does bleed into it now. But, um, uh, but it's, uh, you know, $250, $300 an hour, yeah. you know, and, and my insurance only pays for half of it. And I'm fortunate enough to, to afford that, but it, that is just not a possibility for a lot of people. Yeah. And this money is not just, you know, this isn't just uh, F the Boy Scouts, we deserve your money. It's they right. need this. Right. You know, to get their lives back back in order. Uh, Some of these guys have, you know, many of them have suffered with, uh, they've almost all suffered with depression, but many of them have suffered with um, suicide. You know, many of them have attempted suicide. Many of them have have dealt with substance abuse issues. Um, Nearly all have dealt with relationship issues, intimacy issues. It's not uncommon to, to, see three, four divorces, um, in a lifetime. And, um, most of that is directly, uh, you can directly trace the, the tracks of those tears back to, back to Boy Scouts. Yeah. So you just, like you mentioned that you've never been victimized. You're just very passionate about helping helping these victims? Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I guess it's fair to say that I, I, I'd be lying if I said that I got out of law school and set out to, you know, help victim fight for victims rights. I, you know, it didn't happen that way. Um, if I'm being honest, I, I was involved with ATLA. It was just, trying to be a personal injury lawyer, get car wrecks, um, get anything I can, get anything I could. And I did a, I, I did a, a case in, where a kid had um, been physically abused. He'd been punched by a, he was a, it was a kid, he was at Center for Youth and Families and uh, an aide had punched him. And I did that case. And uh, actually, I think it was, uh, there was a, I think it was Carter Stein, uh, knew about that, had a case 
that he referred me also involving centers. I believe if it wasn't Carter, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure it was El Presidente. <laughs> and um, the little girl had been molested by a peer at, at, at centers. And I took that case and that was my first um, uh, experience with representing a victim. And um, that had to have been, I don't know, nine years ago, something like that. Um, I, I got out of law school in 2010. And so this probably would have been about 2012, 2013. And uh, I did that case. Uh, and then uh, word got around that I would take cases like this and got another one. And then I became involved in a national organization, um, the Crime Victims Bar Association. National Crime Victims Bar Association, which is a national organization that I'm real involved in for um, attorneys that do this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of when things really took off, um, the, the, the relationships I made in that organization. And um, there were these attorneys national who advertised nationally who had Arkansas cases and um, found me through that organization that's kind of how that happened but really the, i guess the the truest answer is i was interested in it that's the truest answer i i i could never be i'm one of those people that could not be good at something unless i was unless i was interested in in the subject matter and i was interested in it um i've never been a i've never been a med mail guy i've never um not sure I've ever even filed a MedMal case. Um, and that's not to say that's not interesting. It's just, um, not, not, yeah, not, I, you know, yeah, I, I, there's a reason I'm, I was an English major and went to law school. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I avoided, uh, I avoided science at every turn. Um, but yeah, I, I was interested in it. I, I liked the work and, um, but eventually, yes, I, I at some point I became part advocate, part attorney, part advocate. So I guess I could say I'm passionate about it and it's become, um, well, I guess my life's work. Right. Um, I, it's, it's about 90 percent of my my practice is is sex abuse victims. The rest is typically premises liability. Uh, cases involving intentional acts of criminal acts of third parties. Um, so it's tough stuff. My cases get dismissed a lot. Yeah. Um, and that's hard. That's hard. But I think it's important because it's, it's, well, it's crime victims and, and they deserve a voice outside of the, the criminal arena. Um, because they're, the perpetrator may go to prison for life, but they're, they're still left with their scars and their trauma and their inability to, to pay for the help that they need right. to, to get their lives around, uh, turned around. So um, while, I, <laughs> while I'd be lying if I said that I um, set out down this road for any other reason than, uh, you know, might be a nice career, I, I'd be lying. But I did, um, in doing it, I did um, 
become, I guess, an, you know, an advocate. Like I care about this stuff. I do. I care about it. I think about it a lot. I, I have children now, boys, tw- 20 months, they turned 20 months old today. Aww. Twin boys. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think about the, the world that they're inheriting and, um, there's, there's not much that, that we as individuals can, can fix and change in life. But if there are little things that you can do in your little sphere of, of, of influence, whether it be Arkansas or, or your town, whatever, then, um, that's what you should do. Just try to make, uh, it's what I try to do, and I I fail most of the time. Um, but uh, you know, make uh, make things a little bit better for the people you can make it better for, if possible. Well, I think we think you've done an amazing job for victims here in Arkansas. Thanks. And we appreciate you taking sure. the time and come and visit with us today, and, and appreciate all you're doing for these people because, as we Absolutely. said, it's been it's a traumatic, traumatic experience. And, and you have just helped make it a, a way for them to, to continue to, yeah, to get justice. Yeah, to give them hope again yes. and feel like somebody's looking out for them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like we're going to have to do a follow-up episode on this. Absolutely. After, yes. <laughs> sometime in the future when there's more more of the story to tell. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, these are, they're interesting cases. Um, you can, the, they're often reported on in the media. Um, so there's a lot of interest in them, which, um, which I don't, I don't mind using. Uh, right. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I've, I've had to learn to be, I, I regularly, you know, utilize the media in ways that can help my clients causes or cases. Um, I have a, I get the sense that I, I probably do that. Uh, more than 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 most attorneys in in this state do it, and and a in large part, I, I so a, a, a thing I learned from some of these guys that I've worked with from from out of state, and and for me, it's it's worked well, um, and it it is uh, if used properly, it can it can be a, a powerful weapon in in, in your cases. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much sure. for coming to see us today. Absolutely. So that was such a great episode and an interesting one. Um, you know, there are so many terrible things that happen in the world, and certainly child sex abuse is among the most heinous things that can occur. And it's um Nice to see something, not nice, but to come out of a horrible situation that we were able to fix here in, in our state. And thanks to Josh and everybody else who has the courage to come forward and confront. And, you know, uh, he talked about an, an elderly gentleman that was able to stand up and tell his story and just being able to tackle those demons and come in public. It's not always easy to face your demons. And so, you know, I'm proud to say I'm from a state now where we certainly allow you to come forward later in life to address your traumas. You know, and I, you know, I hate that all of those victims had to go through that. And 
but I really appreciate the fact that they came forward and that we have lawyers that are willing to take on those cases. Um, so certainly our heart goes out to all of the victims and thank you for telling your stories, um, both to your lawyers and in the courtroom. And if you are a victim of sexual abuse, know that there is help out there and please, please seek that help that you need. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening to Our Law, Our Take. We hope you had a great time. Don't forget to hit subscribe so that you'll be the first to hear all of our new episodes. We'll see you soon. Bye.